Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. What's goody, Hot breath Averse? Welcome back to Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. I am your host, comedian Joel Byers, and our mission here at Hot Breath is to cultivate the next generation of great comics. And a big way we do that is in our Hot Breath Pro Comedian Incubator Group, where every month we do a $100 joke contest where participants get seven days to write a brand new 90-second set based on a secret theme. October's theme was candy, and the winner was Hot Breath Pro member Sandy. Bernstein. So you're about to hear her set and her winning interview. But if you would like to participate in future contests, get held accountable to write new material every single month and win a hundred bucks and an interview on Hot Breath, then just go into the description of this episode and click join Hot Breath Pro to connect with me and hundreds of other comics around the world getting better together. But now it is time, my friends. Welcome to the show. Sandy's set again. And then bring her on the show. I love candy. It's taught me a lot about life. Looks can be deceiving. Ever pop a handful of M&Ms into your mouth only to discover they're Skittles? If I wanted to taste the rainbow, I'd kiss a leprechaun, which is impossible. And for that, I thank my lucky charms. You can't judge a candy bar by its wrapper. The Hershey bars my Aunt Ida gave us were nasty. They were old, white, and tasteless. Just like me. Oh, and speaking of rappers, my dad wanted to know if I listened to that slim and shady guy on Tic Tac. I was like, did you mean Eminem on Tic Tac, Dad? Uh, I wish you could hear him say it, but Ouija boards don't come with speaker phones. Never trust someone who squeezes the chocolates to pick out the ones they want. That's no different than me sniffing my dirty laundry to see which panties I'm gonna wear today. Yeah. Snowcaps are my favorite candy and they're functional too. They leave a trail of tiny white beads so I can find my way home. Yeah, no silver alerts for this old gal. And uh, you know, they're fun too. They stick to my clothes so I could just jump into a large clear trash bag and go as a snow globe for Halloween. And candy brings people together. I think I'll visit my new LGBTQ neighbors with a couple packs of Skittles. Hmm. Maybe I will try tasting the rainbow. Whoa! Sandy Bernstein, everyone. Sandy! Yes, I am here. <laughs> You're back. And I even figured out how to mute the Facebook tab. You're back. Well, you've learned. You're a returning champ. So, you know, you've learned the tricks of the trade here. Yeah, I know. Third time. I was going to say, I said people are sick of seeing me. I'm sick of seeing me. What's the secret here? How are you doing this? Uh, the secret is Davida Kramer. Oh. I mean, every time I've won, she's helped me with my set. And the times I, I haven't made the finals, you know, we haven't been able to connect. So I got to give her a huge shout out, especially for this set. Because literally at the 11th hour, you know, Saturday at 5 p.m., the day before the submission, 
it was it was garbage. <laughs> and we got on the phone and worked together for about an hour and and she fixed it. Oh so I told her I said she should be the one giving the interview, not me. Oh my gosh. What was what do you mean by I fixed it? Like what was the set and then what did y'all adjust? Oh gosh, let me see. Okay. The first joke I started out with was, you know, I love candy, not the stripper. Uh, and then, or I, and I also had, oh, I, you know, um, if I wanted to taste the rainbow, I'd lick Caitlyn Jenner. Mm. And then we were like, no, no, Dave Chappelle already got in trouble. I'm not going there. Um, and she confirmed that instinct. Um, let me see. Uh, the squeezing the box of chocolates, the analogy I had was really disgusting. It was like, <laughs> it, You're it so good at you. those, though. I know, but it was even more disgusting than the panties. Uh, yeah, it had to do with uh, using my spouse's washcloth in, mm. in an inappropriate way. Um, let me see. The Skittles callback was just didn't even work. I can't even remember what I had. You know, I had the instinct to use that, but she was the one that said, "Well, tie it back to the you know to the beginning." So I think that that really brought it home and. Uh, yeah, there were also some jokes in there that that I took out. Well, it was too long to begin with, and and so she sort of agreed with me. Well, don't you know? I had a joke about white chocolate being like gentrification, and you know, whites ruin everything, which works in some crowds. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I mean, it's not a bad joke, but it, it wasn't as strong as the others. And um, so yeah, so that. So that was just uh, just luck that we were able to connect and we were able to just kind of like hone in on what was not working with it, which was pretty much everything. <laughs> what, what's your favorite joke? Um, oh, the only my favorite joke is the only one. Well, I don't want to say the only one, but is is the one that I didn't change, which was the uh, Ouija board. Yeah. And the yeah, but I have to tell you, I performed that live yesterday. And uh, crickets. They thought it was way too. <laughs> and they also groaned at the at the um, at the uh, rainbow at the closer. And I basically lost the crowd from that point. So what? that just goes. You, yes, that just goes to show you. I mean, it was a twelve thirty show. It was an afternoon show, and I skipped the panties. I didn't do that, and mm -hmm. you know, I uh, yeah, didn't do the uh, the the white chocolate thing but I didn't do that on the submission either. Uh, but yeah, they thought the Ouija board was dark and um, did not like the closer one bit. I like so the Ouija really, board joke. I know most people do every, I mean, this was like the only set that I really didn't get to perform live before I taped it. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't feeling real confident about it, you know? And, uh, and I really personally, I thought the other two sets were stronger than mine, but Hey, you know, so much for imposter syndrome. I'm not gonna. Yeah, hey, I have to respect the the voice of the hot breath of verse. And people have spoken. Yes, they and they've spoken and they have chosen Sandy to win again. Yes, well, thank you so much. I'm very grateful for that. I I'm touched. I appreciate it because I this time I really I really like felt like the competition was. Was very. I mean, every time it's been tight, but this time I'm surprised yeah. it wasn't a three-way tie. Yeah, and it, I'm yeah, it basically was. I mean, it was like yeah. nine, nine, eight. You know, like it was basically yeah. all right there. Right, and I really thought the other two sets had a lot more punchlines, so I I was really surprised that I won. I don't but know. I'm grateful. I'm not uh. gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> 
spent. I'm not going to return the hundred dollars. <laughs> I don't know. I might split it with Davida. I probably owe her this time. Oh, well, that's cool to see, you know, the collaboration, though. I mean, that's, you know, part mm -hmm. of what the Hot Breath Verse is all about is comics helping comics. So that's cool to know yeah. that's happening, too. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, we're stronger together. What is it? Better together? Yeah, but yeah. And Tom said he liked the Ouija board joke, and so did Joan. And Aaron likes the dark humor. Dark chocolate humor, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Well, actually, you know, my husband went out walking and didn't even watch this with me, but he came in uh, and saw my set when you just replayed it. And the only thing he chuckled at was old, white, and tasteless. What does that tell you? <laughs> where did it, where did the set start? Like with the theme of candy, like what was your like step one after getting the theme? Uh, you know, I sort of wrote some jokes and tried to pull them together. And I think the first ones that I wrote never even made it in. Okay, like, okay, the um, whole Eminem joke, that was um, basically, oh, my dad confused, uh, you know, always counting your parents for cult popular culture. Uh, my dad used to call Eminem that, you know, peanut chew. And Davida was like, nobody's going to follow that. That's a puzzle. Like, yeah, okay. But, but, you know, so the first jokes that I wrote for this didn't even make it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I guess it's the whole thing about you have to be willing to, like, kill your children or let go of certain things. Uh, mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, really, this set, I really struggled with it. I, it didn't really come together until about an hour before I I filmed it, um, you know, and I had like two and a half minutes worth of stuff and none of it I felt like was really that great. I, I ran some of it on Zoom shows and, you know, to mix results. Uh, so, you know, normally my process is I will do the majority of the writing or I'll write a first draft like the day after the words posted on Saturday and work on it Sunday. But I was like tied up all weekend, so I only got to work for it, work on it a couple hours on Sunday, and um, you know, and then I, I worked on it throughout the week. But I wasn't really comfortable with the timing because uh, in the past I'd had a lot more done a lot sooner. Mm hmm. Yeah, and you were able to work it out on stage and such. But this time yeah. it was a little more crammed. Yeah. Yeah. But see, that's the that's the game though. Is like you weren't feeling that great about it even up to like the last minute, but you still finished it. You still submitted it. Like despite every excuse you could have created to not submit it, you did it anyway, you know? And I think a lot of people in general struggle with that, but then it's like with this contest specifically, I think a lot of people maybe don't submit because they're not proud of the set or there's fear behind it or it's like, eh, it's a, I'm not ready yet, like type deal, but it's, you just, you've got to do it. Like almost finishing it is the victory, you know? Yeah. And last month, that's how I felt about last month's set. You know, I didn't really get a chance to work with anybody on it and I wasn't happy with it, but I was like, well, I've spent all this time. So, you know, I need to submit it. And, you know, if I hadn't, you know, been able to connect with Davida, um, you know, I really would have had a lot of hesitation about submitting it, but I would have anyway, just mm -hmm. like you said, to complete the process. Yeah. And, um, you know, and maybe to go back and face, I mean, you know, other sets that haven't made the finals, I've been able to pull like one or two jokes out of it that have, you know, worked in other sets that have been very successful. 
So it's, you know, yeah. it's not an all or no, it's not an all or nothing thing. You sort of have to look at it. And uh, sometimes you can just pick out a few gems that, that work and it becomes like a regular part of your bits. And that's the whole, I mean, that's what, when we, I did the interview with Kostaki Economopoulos two weeks ago, mm -hmm. I guess I posted it, but he was like, you know, it's like comedy writing is like painting for gold. He's like, you write all day to find one fleck of gold. And it really is. You write a lot to find a little bit, but then it adds up over time. But that really is the process of writing a lot and then keeping a little bit of it and then building on that, you know? So that's the work of comedy that people don't want to hear. They don't want to admit they're not doing, but that's the work of it, you know? Yeah. I mean, you have to sort of put your ego aside and, and know that a lot of it is just going to be trash and just to go with it anyway. Yep. Um, and, you know, I even find that with these sets, they don't always translate to the stage. So you have to kind of pick and choose and, um, you know, just see what works in a, in a live setting. And then things that work on stage don't necessarily work on Zoom. And more often things that work on Zoom just don't work on stage. It's, it's very strange. But that's that's yeah that's the game right <laughs> perform and refine you know and that's 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 why it's, it's hard <laughs> comedy's <Yeah>. hard <laughs> but luckily Definitely. we do it together yeah that's that's true so now the the technique i'm really trying to work on um is is when a bit isn't working to try to just switch on to something else and um you know make the transition you know sort of able to follow but not make it seem like really forced oh, so that's nice. that's a more advanced skill because what i do is i stay on the same thing and that train is derailing and it's going over the cliff <laughs> and uh, so i was riding the train over the cliff a couple times yesterday in my set <laughs> hilarious well is there anything you would uh like to uh, promote or anything, Sandy, that you're on this Hot Breath podcast again. Oh, my God. Yes, I know. Well, um, I I do these segments on – there's this – okay, there's this network called ASY TV, and there's a show called um, Love on Lockdown, Living Room Comedy Show, mm -hmm. and we finished our first season in the summer. I, I do these, like, little, like, one or two minutes bits called Sandy Says – where you know there's something online or a sign or whatever that has bad grammar or spelling because i'm an editor in my day job so basically i go and i tear it up and i make fun of it and yeah i riff on it um and um but riff i mean i actually write it out and stuff i don't come up with stuff off the top of my head uh so i did a bunch of segments for that last season and then the uh producer uh, Tony actually put them all together and produced this great 30 minute video of all of these Sandy says sets. So, man. yeah. So, uh, and he put together like a great promotional, um, trailer for it. So if you go to my, uh, Facebook fan page, which is Sandy Bernstein comedy, I've got it pinned to the top of the page. So, you know, the promo alone, it's like two or three minutes is, is worth watching. And then if people actually want to buy it for $2.99, the actual 30 minute thing, uh, they can, you know, hit me up or, you know, or hit up the producer of, of the show. Uh, he's under the dearly beloved Tony. And uh, 
yeah, so that's the one big thing I have to promote in terms of, uh, you know, something that anybody from anywhere can sort of, you know, I could promote live shows, but not that many people are in Maryland, you know, compared but you're to producing speak. your own shows now as well. Yeah. Well, I'm co-producing. I can't take full credit. But, hey, you're still I'm, doing it. You're, you're it, out there it, taking it, action. Yeah. Well, I was, I just was really lucky. It was serendipity. I had just gotten off of stay off the stage. I'd done this show at the state theater and have it a grace for this, um, outfit that I've been trying to get with for four years. And I was so excited about it, but there were only 12 people in the, in a 300 seat theater. And so you can imagine how that went. Cause I'm not very good with, with crowd. Work. I'm still working on being able to have a conversation with people instead of a monologue. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was the opener and the other two comedians who followed me were like a lot more experienced and had much better sets. So I went off that stage you know, just feeling terrible about myself. Like, oh, I've been doing this seven years. I should know how to handle this, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I looked at my phone and I'd gotten a text from uh, this gentleman, Rich Madzel. And he is with um, Try It Out Comedy. And he started out doing table readings. And then one day, and there's a great article about him in AARP magazine. And I'll try to post that on my Sandy Bernstein comedy page so people can check it out. So he just had this idea, he and his wife, were, and he's like, by the way, like 81 years old, and wow. you wouldn't even know, sharp as anything. And uh, he had this idea to like, you know, sort of start comedy shows. And um, somebody that he was working with recommended me. So I did the very fo- first show that he did. And since then, before the pandemic, he produced like, you know, like a dozen or 15 or 20 shows. And every one of them sold out within a matter of hours. And I was fortunate enough to be able to host some of those shows or to be on some of them, not all of them, but I was always after. I'm like, oh, let me host, let me host. So anyway, I'd gotten a text from him that just happened to be the moment I walked off that stage dejected. And I had told him that I was looking to find a venue to produce some shows. And I know that he was going to start up back again and I didn't want to compete with him. So he sent me a text and said, I think I have a venue for you. And when I talked to him the next day, it turned out that he had a venue and he wanted me to co-produce and he wanted me to be the one to wrangle the comedians. So I agreed to it. He had a, has a whole system in place with spreadsheets and, you know, he's handling all the financial stuff and the tickets on Eventbrite and, uh, and all I have to do is wrangle the comics, which, uh, yeah, it's, wow. it's a, you know, which is, which is great. Um, and so I'm learning so much from him and, uh, you know, because of the pandemic, we're not like, he used to have a venue with like, um, you know, 60, 70, 80 seats. It was more like close to 70 or 80 seats. And now we're in a different venue, uh, which it's a great venue and the, and the owners are super supportive. Uh, but normally we could cram 60 people in there, but we're only doing 40 because of COVID Mm -hmm. and we've done two shows so far. And both of them have sold like, you know, 30 to 36 tickets. So almost sold out. Yeah. Uh, but, we haven't, you know, it, it hasn't been a matter of selling out in a matter of, matter of hours. So now we're, you know, producing flyers and he's getting a website built and we're getting business cards made. So, you know, he's not used to having to promote the show. And the other part of this is that he has a mailing list of his regulars. So it's the same people, like you said, word of mouth. Yeah. It's the same people every month. 
and now they're inviting their friends because you know they're so happy with with the show so so that's a good thing so i mean if i was doing this on my own i would be starting from zero but here you know i already had the built-in system a built-in audience uh you know i couldn't have asked for more so i'm very grateful for that and i'm just excited to produce these shows and uh, it's neat we have uh for our november first show we have uh missy hall who is uh hilarious and she's right now she's based in in wilmington and um and she's done tv and stuff and, mm-hmm. and she's and then i'm really excited also the headliner for december is lucas bone and he's been on nbc's uh bring the funny and last comic standing and he's got dry bar specials like uh, a certain other person i know i was going to ask you how how that's how that went and when that's coming out joel what? oh it'll be like a year they oh. they emailed me after and they're like it'll be like nine months to a year so mm-hmm. <laughs> i had friends <laughs> tell me that though so i wasn't like i wasn't expecting to be out tomorrow i had friends who have done them who were like yeah enjoy it but just understand it won't be out for a long time so mm-hmm. yeah right and well, by then you you'll probably have all new material so you won't have to worry about burning sure. material yeah for sure yeah yeah I'm, I'm excited it is delayed that much because that's just more that we can do behind the scenes so when that comes out we can be even more prepared for it you know yeah yeah definitely i love that though sandy it is like i have noticed a lot of times in like the lowest points in my comedy there's been there's been some sort of balance like comedy always has a way to balance balance it out it just hurts sometimes but usually when when there's a struggle happening that means you're you're in the middle of a breakthrough so the fact mm-hmm. you had that set and we're like, what am I doing? I've been doing this seven years. I should be better, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden you get this text and now all of a sudden you're like helping produce these shows, you know? So it is a lot of the times it's just that consistency, just not quitting, just continuing to do it. Even if you don't feel like it, or even if you don't know why you're doing it anymore, it's like just continuing to do it anyway. And that's when you have your biggest breakthroughs. That's when I've had my biggest breakthroughs as well. So I'm, I'm just uh so uh excited for you because that is a tough it's a tough thing when you have those kind of shows and you're kind of like in your head like what am I what have I done to my what have I done to my life that I'm doing this to myself but it all works out in the end. Yeah, well just within the past 24 hours, you know, I had this set that I considered like terrible. It was like yeah. the weakest set. It was part of a festival and you know, the executive producer somebody like I've been trying to get him to book me on shows forever and um you know and the and the gentleman who's like handling the booking was there so i thought oh i've just ruined everything but i mean it wasn't so terrible because afterwards um you know people were complimenting me they weren't coming up to me but when i happened to like be in their face mm-hmm. but you know a really bad set is when people won't even make eye contact with you so it wasn't at that level uh-huh. thank goodness Oh, well, that's good I, then. Know, yeah, but I still felt, you know, really crummy. And and so now today I, I was like in a mindset like, oh, yeah, this is how my weekend's going. I'm I'm probably going to get like two votes on this contest. But, you know, hey, and it's an won. honor to be in the finals. So and then, yeah, here I won. But I, I just have to say once again how strong, you know, Tom and Michelle's sets were. And I really, I really like, I'm not worthy. <laughs> it was so nice yeah it, yeah that was nice i love all the support everyone was showing each other 
But it was tight. But, you know, the votes, the hot breath versus spoken, Sandy, and you are worthy. So congratulations again. Yes. Well, I thank the hot breath of verse uh, from the from the bottom of my heart, you know, or as Bobby would say from the colon, the of, colon my heart. of my heart. Yeah. <laughs> so is your Facebook if someone's listening to this and they want to reach out to you, is your Facebook page the best way to contact you? Um, Instagram also. Uh, cool. And it's yes, Sandy Bernstein comedy on Instagram. Um, and um, I have like a regular Sandy Bernstein page on Facebook. And that's where, like, I get notifications. Uh, a lot of times if people try to reach out to me through my fan page, I don't see the notifications right away. Um, but, you know, Instagram uh, is, a, is a good way to reach me also. And, um, you know, because uh, humble brag, I'm near my 5,000 cutoff in my, you know, Facebook page, <laughs> my personal page. So Correct. it's best to follow me on Instagram. Yeah, because I might not be able to friend you back. Ooh. You can follow my Facebook fan page too. That's that's fine. I I try to post every comedy related thing that I post on my regular page on the on the Facebook fan page. Awesome. Well, yeah, I will link that in the description of the episode. And uh, so people, if people are listening to this and they have questions for you or just want to reach out and congratulate you, you know, I encourage the Hot Breath Verse to do that. I love seeing us all just coming together. Yeah, and I also have a website which is sandybernsteincomedy.com. Yeah, Sandy out here doing it. Very nice. Well, yeah, Sandy. and uh, and the, and I think uh, the website for the show that I'm co-producing is going to be tryitoutcomedy.com, but it's not up yet. But it should be within the next week. Very nice. Yeah, I, I was looking up Try It Out Comedy as uh, we were talking here. It seems like yeah, there's a lot of cool things going on there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it should be getting the flyer. For the November show, I should be getting a proof of that today, so uh, I'll be sure to post it on my pages so you can uh, see. So you look can at see you. it. All these, all these fancy words. Look at you. You're pro. <laughs> well, thank con you. Congratulations! I'm so glad and grateful that you still submitted, even though if you weren't feeling that great about it. Because look, look what happened. You know, just you showed yeah. up, and the hardest part is showing up. And look, you won. So. Congratulations, Sandy. Yeah, and like I said, I, I felt a, a whole lot better about it, you know, once uh, Davida got involved. So of once course. again, shout out to her. Shout out I to Davida. Yes, I mean, I want to, I want to be, I want to have the tables turn where she's on here, and you know, rather than me, because uh, she's done some great stuff. So uh, yeah, we'll she see. submitted I'm, to I'm some of the contests. Her. She's done yeah. some of the contests, you know. Yeah, so I'm challenging her. Yeah. Get her back in here because some people will post every now and then, but it's that consistency. Like you do it like every month you submit, you know, like you're you're very intentional about submitting consistently. And I think that's part of why you've been able to win so much because you're putting in that consistent work at it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I felt terrible August that I didn't submit, but hey, I was on vacation. Yeah. So, you know, the cabana boys, you know, you, yeah, you got the. <laughs> occupied no i mean you know if that hurricane would have happened like at the beginning of my vacation i i would have gotten something done but it didn't happen till like the last day i was there so it we all, had good beach weather <laughs> it all worked out yeah well congratulations sandy tom said you you smashed it and wow. um yeah i thanks for thanks for jumping on here and doing this and congratulations again sandy 
No, well, thank you so much. And, and once again, thank you everyone uh, for tuning in and being so supportive. And uh, once again, you know, Tom and Michelle, I thought your sets were great. And I'm still like in shock that one of you isn't in this little box talking right now. But... <laughs> Maybe next month, Tom and Michelle. Yeah. Submit again and we shall see. Exactly. <sighs> well, have a good Sunday out there, Sandy. And uh, this episode will be out next week. Okay, that's great. Thank you so much, Joel. And thank you for all that you do for us for free. Oh, don't. No, no, no. We're, we're all in this together. No need to... <laughs> No, but I, I mean, really, you know, since the pandemic as a, as a comedian and as a writer, I've grown so much and it's because of you and the hot breath of verse. Uh, it's gotten me into the ha daily writing habit, which I never had before in the previous five and a half years. Mm. And it taught me so much about joke structure, which I never had, um, you know, as, as evidenced by like the first month or two that I was doing the right 10 club. That's been my favorite part of all this we've been doing together is seeing comics come in here like without any structure or just a lot of people. Well, a lot of people, you had comedy experience. Some people came in with no comedy experience and just to right. see them develop over time into like really skilled joke writers has been like my favorite part of the, the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. Once, once again, shout out to Angela Moore for posting in East Coast Comedians and making me aware of this. Yeah. You know. Oh, and you know. uh, Sandy is a Type Five Accelerator alum as well, so maybe there's something to that. I don't know. Coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's because you're putting in the work, you know. So um, it's working. Oh, and Joan said great interview. It was cool to learn about you and your process, Sandy. Oh, thank you, Joan. And uh, you know, and 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 Joan is so, and she's. She and Axel are just tearing up the right 10 club. Every Man, night. I know. And at, speaking of writing together, Oz Morris was, um, he was featuring for his first time last night and Axel like helped him out, like went over a set with him and help him, helped him get prepared for it and all that. So it's, yeah, it's all of us just working together. I love that. Yeah. And I mean, you know, comedy is, it's normally such a lone wolf thing and, and the hot breath of us has taught me that it's okay to collaborate. In fact, it's encouraged. Yep. You know? Exactly. It's the whole goal. Oh, you made mm -hmm. me cry. Oh. oh. Well, thank you, Sandy. And um, have a good day out there. Congratulations. To tell your husband, you know, all the jokes were funny, not just the white joke, but. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll have an opinion, uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he, he might be, he might be waiting for me to do the second half of his walk, but, Ooh, uh, fun. No, I'm sure I'll, I'll hear about it, but, um, well, or maybe enjoy. not. No, thank you very much. And, and once again, thank everybody. Absolutely. Well, have a good day out there, Sandy. Oh, thank you. I will. You too, Joel. And the rest of the hot breath of verse. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, everyone, Sandy Bernstein, the October $100 Joke Contest winner. If you want to participate in next month's contest, all you got to do is join Hot Breath Pro. It's linked in the description of this episode. And if you want to take a stab at the Type 5 Accelerator, where we help comics write a new five-minute set in just four weeks like Sandy did, then that's also linked in the description of this episode. But until then, my friends... We'll be back next Monday with another episode right here on Hot 
This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.